0: I want to talk about Israel, I want to talk about the end times. Uh, That's what we do here on endtimes.com is just talk about a lot of current event stuff. What's happening right now in Russia uh, and the Ukraine. Tell me, beginning with, I guess, Russia and the Ukraine, is there anything prophetic about that in your mind related to current events and what's going on?
1: yeah absolutely i mean the majority of the rabbis understand uh gog and as as connected to the land of russia and so obviously anything that goes on in that region is super significant right gog is described as someone who comes from the far north ezekiel 38 15 oh. And in Jewish thought, the dwelling place and stronghold of the forces of evil is from the north. And so from you know Jewish tradition is is very clear that, you know, it's almost unanimous that Gog is connected to Russia. And uh, and this, you know, and so what's interesting is this, though, there is a one of the greatest Jewish scholars to ever live was known as the Vilna of Gaon, and he was an alui. he was a genius. And this is, and and he's speaking prophetically, this is what he says. He says, when you see the Russian Navy pass through the Bosphorus on the way to the Mediterranean by the means of the Dardanelles, it will be time to put on Shabbat clothes, meaning the Messiah is coming soon. Oh, my gosh. So, I mean, when you when you when you hear something like the, one of the greatest, most revered Jewish scholars that lived, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years ago say something like that, and you look at what's going on in world events, you're like, okay, something is going on here. <laughs> well, you know, the
0: Gog is interesting. You said that I, I preached the message uh, last weekend at Fellowship Church. We we go here in, in Grapevine, Texas, and and I was talking about is Vladimir Putin Gog?" And, uh, and some of my friends, like Dr. Mark Hitchcock, he says he's Gog-esque. You know, you can't definitively say he's Gog. However, my, my comment during my message was if you ask me to, if, if, if Ezekiel 38 is a now prophecy, Vladimir Putin is Gog. I mean, because Gog is a person, Magog is a land, the other places are regions. The nations of Ezekiel 38 are places where he has control. The other nations listed there. But I lo- I really appreciate you saying that in the Jewish mind, Gog is Russia, because you have a lot of Western theologians who argue with that and they'll say, Gog has nothing to do with Russia. Gog is this, whatever. But if you look at the realities of it right now, the Gog and then the Magog nations of the stand states, you have Turkey, uh, Iran, these are very, uh, these nations are all aligned with Russia and they all hate Israel. So.
1: Yeah, and, and, and there's this old tradition, Jewish understanding that Meshech and Tuval, Meshech and Tubal, uh, were, were in Russia, somewhere located in Russia. And there was this rabbi, Rabbi Ibn, uh, Ibn Shapru, who said... He wrote a letter to this group of this nation called the Khazaria, and there's this uh, whole nation that converted in 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 in, in, in was now Russia to or Eastern Europe to believe in to converted to Judaism, and he wrote to this leader of Khazaria, calling him, and this is how he addressed him. He addressed him as the leader of of Meshek and Tubal. Huh. Wow! Right. So I mean, there's there's numerous references that. Um, connect back and and from a jewish perspective gog is connected to is is european he's a european leader he's a descendant of armelius which is connected to romulus which is the founder of rome which is the fourth kingdom i don't know if you want to of daniel's beasts if we want to go into all there but, you know, he's, you know, so in Jewish tradition, he has to be a, he has to be kind of Western. He has to be a descendant of Esau and Edom. That's a whole nother interesting thing. All the, all the end time, you know, all the 10 horns and the 11th horn mentioned in Daniel, all descendants of Edom and Esau. And Magog, on the other hand, is seen as a, a nation that dis, that's descended from Japheth one of the descendants of Noah. So you have someone from Esau, Edom, which represents the West in Jewish thought, ruling over uh, a land that's primarily of, you know, Japheth.
0: Is that what you see today with uh, Gog, Magog, all the nations there?
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, and again, like, you know, Persia would be one of those nations that are uh, the descendants of Japheth, right? So it's no surprise that in this end, uh you know you kind of you kind of see this kind of well you you kind of see this going on. you actually see it in the book of Esther which just passed right so you have Haman who is a descendant of Esau and a descendant of Amalek being a key ruler in Persia and Persia is a is a descendant of Japheth right so you have someone who is an outsider coming in wow at, you know stirring it up to destroy the Jewish people this is exactly Uh, the picture of what's going to happen in the end. And Ezekiel mentions Persia as being one of the nations that are going to come in the battle of Gog and Magog to destroy. But the interesting thing is that in Hebrew, again, in our last show we talked about the numerics, right? So the interesting thing is that in Hebrew, Gog and Magog, Gogu Magog, has a numerical value of 70. And that's very significant because 70, according to the five books of Moses, 70 nation, seventy descendants of Jacob went down to Egypt. There are 70 nations biblically. Uh, so the way the, the, the biblical worldview is that there's 70 nations other than Israel that exist. And the picture of Gog and Magog is the 70 nations coming against Israel in the end of days. And this number seventy also ties back to the Tower of Babel because when the when God confused the languages, he, he confused them into the seventy languages that become the seventy nations. Wow. And so this leader of Gog and Magog has this, it's the same spirit and the same worldview as the Tower of Babel that we're going to build this, we're going to build in order to overthrow God, rebel against God, his plans and purposes. And that's the idea of what this, end. the thinking of this end time, these end times enemies.
0: Let's talk about Iran for just a minute. Now, Iran is the Islamic Republic of Iran. Okay, they're a Muslim nation and their eschatology is they must destroy Israel and usher in the end times, usher in the return of the hidden Imam. Jesus comes with the hidden Imam, declares that he's a Muslim and all of that. So they're they're vowed that they're going to destroy Israel. Of course, all the surrounding Arab nations, with the exception of some of the uh, Abrahamic nations, but they're vowed to Israel's destruction. And so now they're, they've been enriching uranium for many years. It's believed last summer, Benny Gantz, who's the defense minister of Israel, said that Iran was eight weeks away from having enough enriched uranium. It's believed now that they have enough for one. Uh, some people say they're a few weeks away, but if you notice in these talks in Vienna, they've been saying we have to have these talks immediately because the window is closing. And what that means is they're about to get enough enriched uranium for a bomb. And so they also had not had a delivery mechanism through a ballistic missile until last month. And now they've announced that they now have a ballistic missile that can reach Israel. So what? So I believe, my personal opinion is, Israel has to bomb Iran. The, the hook in the jaw, when God says, I'm going to put ho- hooks in your jaw and draw you down to the mountains of Israel, I think it could be, the hook could be Israel bombing Iran. They've put $5 billion in their budget this year to bomb Iran, and they've been having all these exercises. So you're in Israel all the time. What what do you th- believe about Iran and Israel?
1: Yeah, look, the greatest existential threat to Israel in the region is for sure Iran, for a number of different reasons. But of course, the the nuclear, the exporting of terrorism, the nuclear threat to Israel, the Uh, the radical religious worldview that would lead them to do that. I think it's significant that we're talking about this at this time, because we're in this window between a Purim and Passover. Now this is significant prophetically to understand because there are these two great redemptions. Passover happens on the 14th day of the month of Nisan why does it happen on the 14th day of the month of nisan which is the first month of the biblical calendar because in hebrew 14 is the number of the hand so passover represents the revealed hand of god in history at the beginning of israel's birth as a nation over miracles and then purim is the last uh, month of the year and it's the last holiday and it also happens on the 14th day of the month of Adar. it represents God's hidden hand in history. It's teaching us when you can't see the hand of God, trust the heart of God. God's name isn't mentioned in the book of Esther. That's wow. why it's trying to teach us that the hiddenness of God, but his hand guiding it. But the reason why it happens on the last month of the Hebrew calendar is that it's God's hand at the end of history. So prophetically, what it represents is at the end of days, like the last month of the Hebrew calendar represents the end of the age, the enemies of Israel, Persia is going to rise up again. Haman is going to represent, rise up again wow. as a descendant of Haman. And we know Haman is uh, connected to Uh, to Amalek and to Esau and Esau in Jewish thought is connected to the leader from Gog who leads the battle of Gog and Magog. And so kind of, we see everything like there's a basic, basic principle, which as it was in the beginning, so is it going to be in the end we see what happened in ancient times happening again today, and it should cause us to be sober and alert.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's, it's in the news every day, and I've taught on end-time prophecy like you have for many years, and you were talking about how the cassette tape, you know, begins to roll forward as it gets to the end. I've, I never thought I would live to see what I'm seeing happening right now.